0: Today we continue our September worship series on the art of neighboring. Two weeks ago we looked at what Jesus commands us to do, love our neighbors as ourselves. And last week we explored that well-known parable, the Good Samaritan, and how Jesus calls us to love all our neighbors, especially the neighbors who are difficult to love. Today, our focus is on the kind of neighborhood that Jesus calls us to build. In the 14th chapter of Luke's gospel, we find Jesus on the Sabbath day over for dinner at the house of one of the leaders of the Pharisees. The Pharisees were a separate religious group of Jewish believers who focused on the very strict adherence to the religious laws of the day. For example, they believed that the religious laws were very clear, that there is no healing, no healing to be done on the Sabbath. There was a man amongst the people at the dinner party who suffered from extreme swelling of his body, and Jesus healed him right there at the dinner table on the Sabbath in front of all of the Pharisees. After the man was healed, Jesus asked this question. Suppose your child or your ox fell in a ditch on the Sabbath day Wouldn't you pull it out? We find out that the Pharisees did not know what to say to Jesus in response to his question. The narrator of the scripture story says they had no response. They had always assumed it was not proper. It was not allowed to heal on the Sabbath. But here is Jesus pointing out an undeniable truth. Maybe the law is not the highest fulfillment of religious piety after all maybe it's about service and love for our neighbor they were speechless jesus then goes on telling them another parable about the importance of service to others jesus main point in telling the parable is this all who lift themselves up will be brought low and those who make themselves low they'll be lifted up kind of like what karen did this morning asking the youngest child to receive the bible dictionary instead of the oldest one so biblical of you karen thank you It's not. It's not at all what the Pharisees thought was true. It's not how they practiced their religion. And they were shocked. They were shocked. They were scandalized about what Jesus was doing. And then Jesus said to the person who had invited him to the dinner, When you host a lunch or a dinner, don't invite your friends your brothers, your sisters, your relatives, or your rich neighbors. If you do, they'll just invite you in return, and that will be your reward. Instead, Jesus says, when you give a banquet, invite the poor, invite the crippled, invite the lame, invite the blind, and you will be blessed. Why? Because they can't repay you. And then one of the dinner guests says this to Jesus. This is the sentence right before our scripture starts this morning. This is what the dinner guest said to Jesus. Happy are those who feast in God's kingdom. And Jesus replied with the parable you heard of the great banquet. The story where the party host finds out that the guests he had invited, the ones who were expected, wouldn't come. And so he opens the invitation to everyone in the neighborhood, especially the poor, the lame, the blind, the crippled, basically the people nobody ever invites to the party. That is the kind of neighborhood God calls us to build, starting with the people nobody ever invites. Starting with the people nobody ever invites. Filled first with the people that no one ever wants at the party. Send us these people first, Jesus. In fact, this is what Jesus tells us is a glimpse of the kingdom of God. The guy at the party with Jesus thought God's party was just for the select few especially the religious select few. But Jesus describes a different kind of party, a different kind of reality. And he says this is what God's neighborhood looks like. All the people nobody wants, well, they get into the party first. It's not at all what we think or what the Pharisees thought. The last ones are first, the least, and the lost, the sinners, the people that... Nobody wants to associate with? Well, they're there with Jesus first. And it's a spectacular party that everybody wants to go to. This is also the kind of neighborhood that Jesus calls us to build right here, right now. Last weekend, at the fill of food truck rally on our front lawn, we caught a glimpse, a glimpse of what Jesus has in mind. Nearly 600 of our neighbors showed up. It was an amazing, beautiful diversity of people. And you know what people said to me over and over again that night? They told me over and over and over again, all night long, they were so happy to have been invited. They said it made them feel good to be together with neighbors. They told me how they had secretly been wishing and wanting for a long time that something like that would happen right here in our neighborhood. And they were grateful to have the space to come together, to get to know one another, to eat delicious food, to help others in our community, and to listen to great music. We had an awesome band, an awesome band playing Motown music. The library was there. The public schools were there. The city government was there. It was like a giant block party. It was a beautiful day in our neighborhood. The mission of the church is to host the banquet, to create the opportunity for fellowship and development of a sense of neighbor that goes beyond our passing of the peace that we do each Sunday morning. Despite all of our connections, despite our amazing technology, today people are so lonely. And we're all longing for authentic community and communion with one another. We are called to build that kind of neighborhood where people gather and laugh and sing and share and learn from one another, where people are inspired to help each other. That's what happened at that fill-a-food-truck rally last Saturday. And oh yes, we filled the church bus. We filled it with food, We filled it with donations, which were delivered yesterday, and we helped our neighbors in need. We helped homeless students in our school system. We also filled hearts with joy and connection. That matters. It matters so much. There is a great question that... uh, I used to ask churches when I worked as a district superintendent. Here's the question If our church disappeared, would the neighborhood know or care? If our church just disappeared, would the neighborhood know? Would they care? We need to be that kind of church, the kind of church which matters to the neighborhood, so much so that if it disappeared, the neighborhood would know, the neighborhood would care. Why? Because we are called to be love and light and to invite others to be love and light too. Together, we create a beautiful neighborhood and before we know it, a beautiful world. This is our mission As the church of Jesus Christ, to host the banquet, to invite the neighbors, especially those neighbors who no one else invites. This is what Jesus tells us in this parable. This is how we reflect God's realm. This is how we create beautiful days in our neighborhood and in our world. Last Saturday night, one of our neighbors, you can see him there, Neil Murphy, who is an artist, came to the food truck rally. He came with a gift that he made for our church. You see, when Neil heard about the food truck rally, he decided to make this piece of art for us. You can see it on the picture in the screen. You can see the actual piece over here on the stage. It's a light bulb. And the message is very simple, yet incredibly profound. Be the light. Be the light. Be the light. When church member Pat Lang introduced me to Neil at the food truck rally, it turns out Neil lives a couple doors down from Pat, and Neil told me about the gift. And as he began to tell me, I began to weep. Tears welled up in my eyes because I knew that this extraordinary gift was a sign from God that this is the kind of banquet that God calls us to have, a place where we're reminded to be each other's light, a place where we can know our neighbors, where we can love our neighbors, where we can serve our neighbors. And the best news of all is the gift didn't come from us, it came from someone in our neighborhood who understands the mission of the church, to be the light. Thank you, Neil, for that reminder. Whether we're sharing a cup of sugar, or making cookies, or hosting a food truck rally, we are called to build the kind of neighborhood where everyone is welcomed and loved, and where the light that is in each person can be nurtured and shared. Be the light. Be a neighbor. Help us build the neighborhood that is beautiful. In Jesus' name, amen.